0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday every single week at 9.30am UK time. Joined by Chris. How you doing, mate? You doing good?
1: Yeah, good morning TC, and well. Thank you. Hope you are too. Good morning to everyone tuning in.
0: Absolutely. If you are joining us, make sure that you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel and help us on our way to 10,000 subs. Uh, there's plenty of th- stuff to discuss this morning. We are going to take a little bit of a transfer spin on this based upon uh, the events of last night. What I'm talking about is a certain Reese Nelson, the forgotten man of Arsenal, if you like, getting an assist of finals, uh in their game last night against Partizan Belgrade, Dusan Vlaovic's former side, of course. Um now, Reece Nelson's position in the Arsenal team is... I don't think he's very much up in the air. My expectation is very much that he will leave, Chris, in the summer. He did sign a contract extension to give himself kind of that additional year. He'll have a year left on his Arsenal deal when he returns. Are you very much of the same mind of think thing that he'll move on come the summer?
1: Yeah, I would imagine so because you look at the, the quality and the options that we have going forward and in particular out wide at the moment, the likes of Gabriel Martinelli... Saka, even Smith-Rowe plays out there. We've got Pepe still as it stands as well. Um, of course, he could depart in the summer. His future seems a little bit up in the air, but we'll have to wait on and see on that one. But, yeah, I think just in terms of the options um, and the quality that we have in those areas at the moment, it, it would be very difficult for him to get into the side and, and and yeah, I mean, secure a, a regular place in it, I would imagine, Um there's not many players, really, is the uh, um, that in my in my opinion, anyway, that could come in and, and take over from Martinelli, Saka, Smith Um So yeah, I'd find it very difficult for him, if I'm being honest. I think he's he's talented. Again, I don't know if he's shown that consistency that we were all sort of looking for and, and hoping for from him uh, on his loan at, at Vineord. But um, it's it's nice to hear that he's contributing in in one way or another. And yeah, I mean, he's still. Has a, a big future ahead of him if he wants. If he wants to have that, he has the potential. He has the talent. He just needs to, I think, settle down at a club where he will get those opportunities on a, a consistent level. And just, I just, I'd be concerned that that won't be at Arsenal, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, me too. I just think the level uh, that we've come to expect from Saka, and of course, what Nicolas Pepe provides to Nelson isn't getting into that side and there's no doubt in that he's got talent Uh, I think that we can all see that he's a player that's you know it's going to make it uh, probably a a lower side Premier League team or somewhere in Europe possibly of the amount of times he's played for now Hoffenheim and now Feyenoord of course too so he's got that experience of playing abroad and and I'm sure plenty of, of teams elsewhere will be looking at him for the following season but it's just not it's just not going to happen for Arsenal and it's not going to happen for for Nelson at Arsenal. And it's, it leaves us in a situation with a lot of players similar to Nelson, whose futures are at this moment in time, unstable. They're unpredictable. Don't really know what's going to happen with quite a few, but what we can do is we can probably predict that a few of them are going to move on. And what we thought we would do this morning and getting you guys involved in the chat box is is talking about some of those individual players about who might stay, who might go. And we're going to kick off with Burt Leno, Chris, and, Bert Leno is obviously a player that was immediately ousted by Aaron Ramsdale and has been linked with a move away already. I think Fenerbahce were were mentioned. I'm sure there'll be clubs in Germany linked with him in the summer as well. And with Matt Turner arriving from New England revolution in the summer, his future's almost certainly uh, kind of decided. But I'm interested to know how much you think Arsenal would even be able to get for Bert Leno this summer as well.
1: Yeah, well, as you say, I think this one is certain to to happen in terms of a departure obviously Matt Turner the deal for him is all but done um it would seem and it, he'll he'll arrive in the summer um so that's our, our backup to Ransdale sorted already now it's just about finding Leno a, a new club I think Newcastle also show interest uh, in January um and obviously if they stay in the Premier League they've got the money to to further bolster their squad um and I I think they've had a few injury problems in, in their goalkeeper department as well this season. So they'll probably want to strengthen in that area. And I think Leno would be a really good option for them. He, obviously he's he's proven um that he he has the quality to to be a top shot stopper in the Premier League. Um in in terms of price, however, of course, this has been Arsenal's weak point when it comes to, you know, selling plays. You know, they haven't obviously got a a great record um in terms of getting Uh, regular fees for players they wish to offload obviously we've seen a lot of um contract terminations etc um but i mean we've we've done good business with newcastle before in terms of that willock deal so i mean i wouldn't mind us trying to to um go for something like that again i think he i think we could get at least 15 to 20 million for him um you'll have to forgive me i'm not entirely sure how long he's got left on his current deal at arsenal but um He's a he's a top goalkeeper, TC, so there's no doubt about that. I think, you know, it, it just hasn't been his season. Um, Ramsdale's come in and he's he's been absolutely fantastic and he's set the standard, he's set the bar so high, hasn't he? So it's been, you know, really difficult for Leno to come come back in into the squad. Um, but despite that, I still think he's a very good goalkeeper. Of course he has his his flaws here and there, but um yeah, whoever gets him will be getting a solid goalkeeper. So, yeah, I, I think we should aim to at least get fifteen to twenty mil for him. In my opinion,
0: yeah, absolutely. I think that Leno is a player that would be starting for Arsenal and plenty of other Premier League sides. Were well, if it wasn't for Ramsdale coming in, the issue is obviously his contract situation, how that might affect his value. I think fifteen million might be the maximum that we kind of probably end up looking to, but with the way in which we sell players and and how poorly we've sold players in the past for so little fees, clubs are going to be looking opportunistically at this as an opportunity again to to try and get a player on the cheap. The same will go for Hector Bellerin, who again has a year left on his deal. He's been performing pretty well for, for Real Betis in a very strong season for them in La Liga and in Europe too, Do you expect Bellerin to leave? I mean, I I saw reports, I think, yesterday that both Bellerin and Maitland-Niles have pretty much had their futures decided at Arsenal that they are going to move on in the summer. With both of them, how much do you think Arsenal could get hold of?
1: Well, I think with with these two in particular, um, and of course, I know there was a Few eyebrows raised with uh, the the departure of Ainsley and niles in January, and obviously not bringing anyone else in. But we have proven that we can cope without them, and we we can play really well without them as well. Um, Cedric's obviously eased the the need for for Bellerin in the team, and Tommy Assu's arrival from the summer has proven to be a very good one. Um, I mean, in terms of price, I mean again. Bellerin, I think it would it would be quite minimal because he hasn't got too long left on his his deal. Um I I have been there's been a few suggestions that maybe we, we should actually keep him if we do secure Champions League football because he could prove to be a very good option to have um that fullback. Um but again, you know, there's there's obviously I think Chris Wheatley football dot London has reported at Arsenal are looking to sign a new backup right back. So already that sort of rules uh, a sort of a, a role for Bellerin next season. It rules that one out. Um, and as he made the Nars. I think he would have enjoyed being part of a regular, you know, AC, uh, AS Roma team this season. He's been getting a lot more football. We know that's what he wanted. He was quite public and in, 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 in sort of um, confirming that. If you cast your mind back and remember that Instagram story he put out. So, I would imagine that's turned his head a little bit. And I just think with how well we've done without these two in the side and with how far we've come and how we've managed to cope without them. Um, you know, it's sort of probably turned Arteta's head as well and been like, look, we can try and get some money for these guys. Um, there's probably not a, a regular role for them in the side. And um, that's why they've potentially come to the decision to offload them. So, um I think in terms of, of fees, again, I think we can probably get a bit more than it were make the Niles again, um, because he's, he's again, he, he's younger. He's got a few more le- years left in him. Yeah. Um, he's still very talented, of course, as well. And yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I, I mean, I've seen reports that Roma aren't going to make that move permanent. They're not li- really looking to do that at the moment as it stands, apparently. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see if there's going to be enough interest in these sort of players, you know, because we've had that problem before where we've struggled to offload them because there's been a lack of interest. Um, who knows, Fransi Manta it could be another loan or, or something like that. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see.
0: Uh, Zana saying he got hauled off yesterday at half-time and struggling recently at Roma. His value is plummeting. Uh, Zana also reckons he'll be lucky to get £10 million for both of those players. Oh! There are more and um, players that are actually involved in the Arsenal first team this season. Rob Holding and Nicholas Pepe and Granite Xhaka all kind of have question marks over their heads. Xhaka is currently playing, but you know Chris Wheatley reporting for Football London that Roma are expected to return in the summer uh, with another bid to try and convince him to join. Um, Rob Holding is is not getting minutes now that. Uh, ben White and Gabriel Magalhaes are the, the established pairing and William Saliba is returning too. And then we've also got the situation um, that Nicolas Pepe is not getting enough minutes that would suffice his ambitions. And with Bakaya Saka very much the established right winger, that doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. So with those three, do you see them being moved on in the summer?
1: Potentially, yeah. I mean, I think this is where there's a lot of thought having to go into it because... Arteta's previously mentioned, you know, when it comes to the summer, it's that, that's then the, the, the time to take things to the next level. And I think, you know, when you've got someone like Granit Xhaka, who let's not, you know, let's not hide away from the fact he's been actually quite good this season. He's an important player to the squad and the way it, it plays, the way it sets up. Um, you know, a lot of players um, rate him off the field as well in terms of his leadership and his character, um, and his mentality. But it's clear... Really. And it's been clear for a while that there are players out there that would upgrade his position and upgrade his his um, his quality uh, will be an upgrade on his quality, should I say? I think with um, holding it centre back, uh, it's a difficult one because potentially we've got William Saliba coming back in, who we all want to see play more often. We want him to stamp down and secure a place in McArter's side. Um but it wasn't that long ago, you know, since he signed a new deal. Um, and I think actually he, Holding comes across as a uh, someone who's happy at the club, um, no matter what his role is. Of course, he'll want to be playing more football. That goes for any player who's at the club who isn't maybe getting regular minutes in the side. But, you know, if we secure... European football next season, TC, on top of the cup competitions that we'll be back into as well. You know, there's there'll be plenty of opportunities to rotate the team. Um, and this is where Arteta will need to be careful um, because we'll need plenty of options. We know we're already short short in squad depth at the moment, so we, we need to bolster it uh, even further. We need to add to it rather than weaken it and lessen the numbers even more. Um, but I think with it, you know, Saliba can be our sort of, Upgrade on holding and a new central midfielder can be our upgrade on Jaka, um, Pepe as well. Like I mentioned earlier on, there's uncertainty around his future. I think if we can get a decent fee for him, i mean absolutely not going to get that 72 million pounds that we play paid for him, unfortunately. But um, if we can get a decent fee for him, um, you know, I'm I'd like to think we could maybe get at least 40. I don't know if that's yeah. ambitious thinking, but um, you know, then then uh, we, we can bring someone else in. You know, there's I mentioned in a piece of it a few days ago. There's been a lot of contract um, extension. There's been a lot of um, overhauls in the squad, hasn't there? In terms of contract terminations, we've we've managed to offload a few players, but there's several several individuals whose future remains uncertain. And I think if we can look to upgrade on them in the summer, I think upgrade is the the key for me. You know, we, we've We spent £150 million last summer on six new players who are aged under um, 23 or or younger. You know, they've got a lot of potential, a lot of talent, and they would have developed a lot over the course of this season. This season and this campaign has been a big learning curve for them. I'd like to think that, you know, they're all the better for it. You can certainly tell that they are. Um, But yeah, as I mentioned, as Arteta said, now is the time, come the summer, to really take it to the next level and get those top quality players in, um and I think we can do that with Granite Xhaka I think we can get a top class central midfielder in I think we can get at least maybe obviously and it depends on what Lacazette and aketia do of course but we can get at least two quality strikers through the door as well um and then I think for me it's about seeing what else happens around the the, the team you know um say holding goes for whatever mm. reason then we'll need another centre-back um, say even Granit Xhaka goes, you know, will the potentially two central midfielders, um, one top quality, maybe he's going to be a regular in the first team, but then maybe an understudy. So there's lots of ifs, buts and maybes, isn't there? Um, but, uh, you know, as we're touching on and the, the uncertain futures for a number of players, a, a lot of it will depend on that as well. So, um, yeah, I think the key for me is initially trying to get a, a few top quality players through the door up front and in midfield in particular. But then depending on what help, how else happens around the squad, it's about adding sort of depth options and other players that could be really useful in the Champions League potentially and, and, and strong enough options for the Premier League too, of course. So, I mean, it's it's looking like it could be another busy one,
0: isn't it? it is it's gonna be i'm really excited for the transfer window i love transfer windows people know this uh this sounds really sadistic to be an enjoyer of the transfer window but uh no i love the i love the unpredictability of it i love when new stories crop up on us i love when new bits of information creep through and you hear something and you're like really wow are we actually gonna go and do that and then we, we do and it's uh an exciting time especially if arsenal can achieve champions league qualification at the end of the season that would open up a lot of doors for Arsenal in the summer um, just getting some reaction from people in the chat box as to what we were just discussing there Christopher Martin says I think we should keep holding for another year um, Malawi says holding it needs to be kept useful backup and helps with the English quota what I will say is that I don't think we need to worry about the English quota as much and I thought there is there is a bit of a misconception around the quota the only thing that matters it doesn't matter how many homegrown players you have it matters how many non-homegrown players you have you can only have Over a certain amount. That number is being decreased. I believe it's dropping from, I might be wrong on this. I don't quote me, but I think it's going from what is 17. And I think they're looking at dropping it to 16 with even possible scope to drop it even further in the future. And maybe that gives a little bit of an indication why Arsenal are being linked with quite a number of English uh, homegrown talents. But what's good for Arsenal is that Martinelli and William Saliba will both count towards, they will no longer be non homegrown uh, when they hit 21. Uh, So that's going to be positive for them going into next season. Um, uh skillful Nana in the chat book says 30 million for Xhaka. I will take it. Keep Pepe. 30 million for Xhaka. I think you are gonna be hard pressed uh, to get anywhere close to that, to be honest. Vinny says though we need depth. Why get rid of Xhaka when you can only get about 10 million pounds? I think that is probably about what you would be able to accept for Xhaka. And I think he has a good point. If you if you're only gonna get that amount, I think is probably worth keeping in the squad next season for what he can bring. Uh, but social points out that he can't see Xhaka staying to be second fiddle in our team and that he would rather than leave. Nico asking, now have we seen the links regarding Wilfred Singo from Torino? Now I've not known much about him. I was just having a quick look while you were chatting there, Chris. Um, and, I mean, he's got three goals, four assists, seven goal contributions in total in 26 games for Torino, 21 years of age, Ivory coast, uh, international, uh, it's a couple of games as well. And for the Olympic side too. So, He's an interesting player. He has got a, he has been sent off this season. Uh, it's worth saying that. So there is that maybe side to his game, although I don't know the circumstances. He'll fit time. right in yeah. then. Yeah. I'd love him. But it's another young player linked with the club as a possible backup. I've seen the links. I don't know enough about him. and He's certainly one that we're going to do research on. I know, Chris, you're going to be doing a piece on him a little bit later on too. There's a lot of questions about Chelsea in the chat box. What I want to ask you about the Chelsea thing, Chris, is... Chelsea obviously quite comfortable beating Norwich last night. It was Norwich of all the teams that are out there. Uh, I was doing a discussion piece with Bailey yesterday talking about kind of the impacts that we might see based upon this news. One of the things I talked about was the impact mentally on the players, the uncertainty around the club. Norwich was never going to be a good kind of barometer of the impact on that. But they've got some tough games, including against us uh, when that game finally gets rescheduled. Do you think that there is any indications from last night's win or not about what we can expect this impact to have on the team overall?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to say because obviously there's still very early days in terms of what's developed over at Chelsea over the last what, 24 to 48 hours. Um, I mean, I know Tuchel was saying last night, and I think as Azpilicueta too, maybe before and after the game that had been, you know, uh, a difficult day, um, a strange one for them. Um, so, of course, you can expect it to have an effect on them in some way. But I, I, I can't see it affecting them too much to the extent where they're really going to start underperforming on the pitch. And, you know, they're you, you're going to notice a sudden change in their performances. Um, I mean, it, it sounded as if they maybe took the foot off the gas a little bit in the second half against Norwich. Uh, I don't know if that was because they just got too comfortable and, and thought that they had the three points in, in the bag. Um, but as you mentioned there, I mean, it's difficult to really judge them against Norwich because they have been really, really poor this season. Um, and uh, it's just so easy to play against, really, um, without sounding too harsh. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows what can happen over the next few days? I mean, it's a very um, eh, quick, quickly changing situation, fast changing situation and um, I mean obviously there's uncertainty surrounding some of the players as well in terms of contracts and transfers. Mm-hmm. Obviously they can't do anything on that front. Um, I mean you've got the likes of, um, you know, as I mentioned there, as Azpilicueta, I think Rudiger as well. Obviously they can't, I don't think as it stands really um, talk to them when about you know, new contracts. Christensen uh, so as well. Christensen as well who apparently is quite close to joining Barca. So yeah, I mean Lots of uncertainty, and I've got no doubt that it will be, be on their minds. Absolutely. And just like the Chelsea fan base, some of those players, or the most of them, if not all of the players, will be wondering what happens next. So, uh, yeah, I can see it playing on their minds and then, you know, wondering w- w- what's next to nine for them. But uh, they're still a quality team, aren't they? They've got so many quality mm. players. Um, and, the, yeah, I just I don't think it will get to the, the stage mm. where they're, their you know, they panic on on the pitch, and it's affecting their 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 mindset um, when it comes to, to training and when it comes to matches. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind it if it did. <laughs> um, absolutely, from an Arsenal perspective, um, mm. it would be nice to see them see them struggle over the next few weeks and slip up. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just can't see it affecting them too much. TC, I don't know if you agree with me on that or how you see things panning out.
0: I think with Chelsea, it's they're always going to be a strong side. They've got strong players. They've got a deep squad. Um, they've spent a lot of money, as we know, under Roman Abramovich. So I think that Mentally, there will be some form of impact, especially with the as we get closer towards the end of the season, and especially as the conversation develops around this, and there may be more to come. We know that 3, the, the sponsor of Chelsea, is obviously removing themselves, so they won't have a shirt sponsor. We don't know what's going to happen with their, their kit manufacturer, Nike, and whether that will be affected in the near future. We'll have to wait and see but all of that is never going to help when you're in a race under high pressure and expectation towards an end of the season game. So Tuchel talked about how it's an unnecessary distraction again, it's added pressure last night. It is going to, it, it it will I'll be shocked if they aren't affected in some way by this. Um, and you know it's understandable that they would be, but Arsenal from our perspective we need to take advantage of it. We we can't be sitting here and acting, you know, uh, feeling sorry for anyone—it's—it's uh, it's the way the world is, uh, and they're sanctioned, and it is what it is for them. And we need to use it to our advantage. And I, I'm not going to be sitting here at the end of the season if we finish above them, going, oh well it only happened because you know of this situation and I don't think other people should either I think Arsenal need to play every single game with their absolute maximum commitment and capacity and we take each game as it comes and when that game against Chelsea turns up at Stanford Bridge we've got history of going there under Arteta and winning in unlikely circumstances and we need to try and do that again you know we've got a very good record at Stanford Bridge under Arteta we got the draw with Martinelli scoring that famous goal we've got the 1-0 win with Smith Rowe as well we need to continue that record at Stanford Bridge and fingers crossed we we're able to do do that because it would be a big big boost to our top four hopes this season so i can't see them uh taking any games lightly but i also can't see them getting away without any kind of impact mentally on the side and the additional pressure that that is going to bring we are going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Sorry that we're not able to get to all of your questions. We've got a busy morning, as you can imagine. There's lots going on. You'll be able to find plenty more content on the channel, including Mikel Arteta's press conference ahead of the game against Leicester this afternoon. We'll hopefully be hosting a press box as well at some point. A reaction to what Mikel Arteta will be discussing, and you'll obviously have plenty more in the lead up to the game against Leicester. On Sunday, all of our written content could be checked out at football.london. So make sure you go and check that out as well. Chris, thank you so much, mate. As always.
1: Thanks, DC Pleasure as always, mate. And thank you to everyone tuning in, getting involved this morning in the chat. Hope everyone has a great day.
0: Indeed. Drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it. And even if you haven't, still do drop that like button. And uh, yeah, thank you to Guy in the background too. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.